0: by Riverside.
1: What is up? And welcome back to the Sad Van, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad uh, from the previous week. And there's a lot of controversy going on that we're going to talk about for sure. We're going to talk about a little bit of Spain Making it to the Euro final. The Euro final. What is wrong with my brain? The World Cup final. In in spite of their coach, we are going to talk about the Matildas and their heroic run through the World Cup. Unfortunate exit to England, but we're going to start where everybody wants us to start, where everybody's been waiting for us to start for the last, what, three, four, five months. We're back in the NFL. We are back. We are back which means yep. I would say about 75% of our audience is going to come back because that's, it turns out people really like football in this country are uh, in our primary country. And it was fun to see some people back, and it was also annoying again for me. So I'm going to give you a key takeaway, and then you guys can give me some key takeaways. We am going to go around Robin. I don't know. I'm lying. I'm just going to decide how we do this. But – one of my key takeaways is the overreaction to preseason stats is mm. back. Woo-hoo. All right. Yep. West called me out on overreacting to CJ Stroud stats. I stand by my comments, however. Two for four,
0: I, 13 yards. Uh, that's such a large body
1: of work. 50% is 50% no matter how many numbers you use. Now, he. I'm pretty sure he, Tom Brady started out 0 for four. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady started out with one of the best defenses to ever play football. All right. You know who's not that? The Houston Texans. All right. JJ door. So, are through you playing CJ
0: Stroud for everything, huh?
1: No, he's, he's going to be a. Uh, he, he's going to benefit negatively from being on Houston.
0: So, what you're saying is that CJ Stroud is actually better than he played because his defense sucks? You're, you're
1: basically are no, basically No, 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 no. That's not what I'm mm-hmm. saying at all. No. I'm saying he's not going to be a great quarterback and then playing on a worse team like the Texans is only, to go, only going to exacerbate that. It's only going to get worse for him, right? Now, he can't, as I said in the production meeting, he can't even blame his offensive line because Laramie Tunsil is amazing. Some of the videos coming out of training camp with him going up against Bradley Chubb for the Dolphins, he looks great. All right, but C.J. Stroud was a benefactor, again, of being in that air raid offense up at Ohio State. He's going to look a lot better than he actually is just throwing the ball. Again, no Texas Tech quarterbacks made it. Go ahead, Wes.
0: Go ahead. We'll see. I mean, he's on the Texans, and they are hot flaming trash. Uh, I'm not just going to write him off because he's Ohio State, even though I hate Ohio State. Go ahead, Chelsea.
2: I mean, I guess we can just, you know, keep talking about this every week, just like we did for the last, you know, once he was drafted. But we'll revisit this conversation at the end of the season and we'll see who turns out right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Fry. He is going to be probably a bust with absolutely no help from a terrible trash and garbage defense and just a terrible overall environment in, here in Houston. It's, awful. I don't I don't go think ahead. anyone can, like, can understand how bad it is. Like, nobody is going to these games. Nobody cares. Like, even, even, like, people who are fans are like, I'm not going to financially support this flaming heap of a team.
0: Mm-hmm. They're right in your backyard, so why don't you go support
1: them, Chelsea? Because she's an Oregon Ducks fan and they don't play in the NFL, Wes. Now, <laughs> with, uh, with Are
0: there that
1: any Ducks being, on the team? I would love to get to the point I want to make. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, go all the way back to the the earliest I remember this, and this is just because I'm, I'm younger, right? But go all the way back and look at all the quarterbacks that were drafted second. Not the first quarterback taken in the draft. The quarterbacks were drafted second. It almost never pans out. And where I'm going to say is go all the way back, go all the way back to Ryan Leaf both quarterbacks were viewed as a can't
0: miss both of them when was ryan leaf drafted 1998 so you want me to go back through 25 years
1: not on the <laughs> show west in your own time some of the stuff we do is for That's the audience you know it's an interactive thing so the audience can get in our comments we kind of live in their head intimately they think they're a part of the show some of them talk to their radio so they can be like nah, carson wentz was great for a season all right rg3 remember that one year he had all right so yeah let them come out ej Manuel, that guy all right so so again i'm gonna go fact ahead. check
0: you and make sure that those were uh second second picks well rg3
1: and carson wentz were for sure ej Manuel, i might be wrong on okay i think jake locker might have also been a second quarterback taken in his draft Ooh. Because I think he was taken eight, eighth or tenth overall, maybe eighth to fourteen, somewhere in there. So that may have also been a thing. So you could go ahead and look that one up. Because Jake Locker was taken fairly high by the Titans. Now here's the thing: that might be that might be your little um, ace in the hole. Because Jake Locker actually didn't have terrible stats with the Texans. He was just injured all the time. All the time. Like part me, part of me, the Titans. Jake Locker was pardon me, the... Titans. Pardon me, the Titans. No, he actually had some decent years. Now, granted, he was a game manager, but... And again, I, the Tennessee Titans. I corrected myself. All right? <laughs> he <laughs> was a game manager, but he retired early due to injuries, just like Andrew Luck.
0: trash. He kissed his mom. Or was it his sister? One of those two.
1: Like like aggressively like, okay, hold on let's on sit lips. here let's no no i want to sit here you said it now let's sit in this on the lips how do you know this because i don't recall that happening what uh, news article it,
0: it was a meme that went around i think he kissed his mom on the lips at a game and it Did like memes all the ducks just <laughs> yeah memes existed like he he's been retired since like 2012 <laughs> yeah memes have existed for a while bro
1: that's
0: a long time you. I'll show you.
1: <laughs> that's a long time. You're gonna show me that he kisses his mom on the lips. Yep. Tom Brady kisses his kids on the lips. Remember that awkward video in the tv 12 documentary?
0: Yeah.
1: He kisses his, so he kisses kids right on the lips. So I don't know. That's a that's some real white people stuff. <laughs> but anyway, okay, Wes. Wes backed off really quick. I wanted him to lead into it. Like, tell me where you found out Jake Locker makes out with his
0: family. All
1: right. Okay, I just googled <laughs> it, it
2: and. And oh, my God. Was
1: it the first (laughs) image that popped up?
0: It's a meme. Oh, my
1: goodness. Jake Locker makes out with his mom? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Well, you know what? I'm not a huge Zach Wilson fan, but at least he made out with his mom's friend. (laughs) With preseason happening, I was really hoping to see Aaron Rodgers. I knew we wouldn't. I knew we wouldn't. I was well aware we wouldn't. But, you know, hope. But what I did get to see is Aiden O'Connell
0: for the did Raiders. Did he make an appearance on the sideline, at least? He did. But
1: Aiden okay. O'Connell for the Raiders, and Raiders Nation went nuts. Now, I'm not going to go crazy and pound the table like I did that one time when I got really irritated with Raiders fans saying that how great they were going to be as they continued to go 6-11 and 11 or whatever they ended up the season with, right? I think they were 6-11. and 11. I think I'm correct. I'm just not going to look back at it because I'm not going to waste my time with the franchise that doesn't care about itself anymore. But Aiden, Aiden O'Connell goes in, right? And I had friends from the Bay Area going, just bananas. Because they're like, it's the Raiders versus the 49ers. How could you not be interested? And I said, because it's the first game of preseason and no one gives a shit. All right? Because the Raiders aren't <laughs> in the Bay Area anymore. Now, with that being said, it, the Raiders did destroy the 49ers in an absolutely meaningless game. And that's cool because the Raiders are used to playing in meaningless games because they've only been to the playoffs twice since they went to the Super Bowl, okay? So that's like 22 years of not playing in meaningful games except for twice, and they lost not one, but both. Both games they lost, both meaningful games, all right? Now the 49ers are used to playing in meaningful games, so I doubt they took this as seriously. They probably did not care. Aiden O'Connell made an appearance, or Officer Favre, as many of you are familiar with. Made his appearance and he played great. I'm not gonna knock the kid. However, I'm not gonna put too much stock and I'm not gonna overreact to preseason. I'm gonna remind you, Josh McDaniels lost to Baker Mayfield two hours after he got off an airplane, went onto the field. It was like two days, by the way. But two hours after he gets off an airplane, he goes into the game for Matthew Stafford, who is injured, and wins against Josh McDaniels. Okay? <laughs> Next, he coached against Jeff Saturday and Jeff Saturday's first game not coaching Pee Wee football and loses to Jeff Saturday in the quarterback list Colts understand who you're rooting on and those aren't the only two marks on his resume right after going six and oh with the Broncos I think he ended up going like six and ten so he lost ten games in a row after winning six in a row the guy <laughs> is the worst head coach ever he I think is he's gonna terrible. turn it
0: around this year yeah in that division yeah I'm going to make okay. you do it again, Wes. Who
1: are the other quarterbacks in that division?
0: It's going to be Patty Mahomes, my boy Herbert, and whoever you guys have, Officer Farva.
1: Okay. The other quarterbacks in that division, Wes. You're missing one again. You're going to do it the second damn time in a row. What's yeah. the You've done it twice I, now. I don't care about that, now. guy. I'm
0: no, that's what
1: led to the one of the greatest quotes in the history of this show, which was I was like, you love Russell Wilson. Chelsea, you weren't on this episode. I go, you love Russell Wilson. He goes, no, I don't. I go, yeah, you did. You loved when he's in, uh, in Seattle. And Wes goes, yeah, I also loved my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> so stop overreacting. All right, West, I'm telling you, okay.
0: Uh, they they're going to be competing for a wild card slot. In fact, you know what? I think they might go deep in the playoffs.
2: Okay, now you're just trolling, but I think the point is the point is to remember is that preseason is just a scrimmage, really. It's just yeah. to test some different plays, some different combinations of people on the field when it's not just you know shirts versus skins. like it's it's just a practice. We're talking about practice here. Okay. So
1: especially the first preseason game.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, like there's no reason to get completely excited about it. I mean, unless, you know, there's like some fun trick plays or like, you know, someone making their actual like debut in, in the Jersey and stuff like that, but it still means nothing until you get to day one of the season.
1: Rookies in position battles. That's what preseason is for. Rookies (laughs) in position battles. And, just pl- and you're sitting out there like, please just don't get hurt, right? Like, you guys I- – I hope you guys are tracking mm-hmm. the big o- – you guys remember the big acquisition of the offseason, I hope? Rams to Which Dolphins? Huh? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen oh, Ramsey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or- right, the right. Dolphins <laughs> traded for – that was the huge acquisition. Like, it shocked all of us. We're like, what? The Dolphins got Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard back there now, at cornerback, and Byron Jones. Like, even though Byron Jones has come out and said, I can't do anything anymore but that secondary was going to be crazy, right? Insane. And Jalen Ramsey's out. Jalen Ramsey's out until December. It's a long time. So all we're hoping during preseason is, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt, right? And Taylor isn't even playing in Indianapolis because the reports coming out of Indianapolis is he showed up and then left again, all right, for personal reasons. I love, though, one of my favorite stories of the preseason right now was that the Colts, did you see who they named their starter? Anthony Richardson out of Florida. The guy that I said oh. was Jamarcus Russell Light. Right? Jamarcus <laughs> Russell, but just more athletic. Because he can't. he's inaccurate. And I pointed that out all year. I was like, he's not accurate. Like, he's he's not an accurate quarterback. He That's, laid a stinker
0: against the Beeves.
1: Yes, and it was branded as, well, what about Josh Allen? He wasn't accurate either. He wasn't accurate. I, okay, yes but go back in time. It's like, that's the exception, not the rule. rule. If you're not an accurate quarterback, you typically do not last. You just don't because especially in today's NFL, you can't throw interceptions. Do you guys know on his first drive, what Anthony Richardson did? Was that an Interception? interception? He threw an interception and it wasn't like a, Oh, the receiver was right there. He was just giving his guy a chance. You know what kind of interception it was? directly to the
0: quarterback
2: <laughs> just right in the numbers threw, threw like...
1: right to him really? right to the quarterback uh also another one and then we're going to move on to michael Orr. another one that had me like just fired up everybody's like justin fields looks so good justin fields looks great you guys know there's another ohio state quarterback i've harped on Be like he can't throw you, you can't just say someone's good because they're fast all right if he plays quarterback and he
2: can't throw, he's, he's throw. not a good quarterback. Sure. I mean, in position. He's not a running back.
1: Yeah. So so what's funny about Justin Fields preseason is he, if you look at just the box score, if you just look at the box score, it looks like he had an amazing preseason game, okay? For the time he was in there. But then you look at the advanced metrics, he had negative eight air yards or something, or negative six air yards. Negative six air yards. The only reason he looks great is because they threw a screen pass to DJ Moore, and DJ Moore housed it for 68 yards.
0: So, again, you're attributing a lot to preseason stats. No, I'm not. Ohio I'm, State quarterbacks, but nobody else.
1: I'm not attributing. You're not listening to the words I'm using. You're picking out the ones you I want mean, with your and selective you're, hearing.
0: You're, and you're, you're focusing on the Ohio State quarterbacks who had a bad preseason game and saying that's why Ohio State quarterbacks suck. Did you just forget
1: everything I just, the rant I went on about the Raiders, not but 10 seconds ago?
0: I know, but th- here's the thing, though. You're, you're, like, picking and choosing where you apply how meaningful the preseason stats are. They're meaningful no, 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 for no, no, Ohio no. State quarterbacks, but they're meaningless for Raiders players.
1: It's not at all what I would say. It's meaningless for Raiders coaches, because I was going in on Josh McDaniels. And I didn't say it was meaningless. I said they're making more out of it than it should be because they're saying he had a great game, Justin Fields. All right. Yeah, but then but you're going you actually...
0: into advanced stats and saying that those are that those are worthy of focusing on.
1: No no no. I'm I'm just pointing out an accuracy. This is an accurate metric. Yes, in a box score, he looked like he had a great game. However and also, really quick, where did Anthony Richardson go to college, Wes? Florida. Weird. I guess he's not an Ohio State quarterback. So, that being said, I'm just focusing on all of the overreactions we're having to include the Colts front office and coaching staff because the reason I brought up Anthony Richardson was our overreactions of preseason, which is what this whole segment was about, Wes. Overreactions (laughs) of preseason football.
0: All right? (laughs) So, so, I'll decide one more thing on preseason before we skip ahead. I will say... So one thing on the position battles is if there's like a player from your college that you really like, but they're not like an all-star or whatever, for for instance, Spencer Pacinger from the Ducks like several years back, like mid 2010s, like mm-hmm. I watched him because I think he was like a late round pick. And it was interesting because like he was like expressing like after each game, like he went on Twitter or whatever, and he was like talking about what he did and he made the cut like, just barely made the 53-man cut. And so it was, Mm -hmm. like, just really interesting to follow that throughout, like, the whole preseason and just, like, kind of, like, listen to him, like, on Twitter, like, talk about things and just, like, kind of root for him. Because, like, he was just, like, this guy, like, not a big all-star, but he worked his ass off and he made it to the team.
1: You just reminded me of another duck bust.
2: I mean, for sure. Like, there are definitely storylines that are interesting, but it's... Wouldn't you... When you just take too much stock into what yeah. is actually happening, because again, if you haven't cut your roster down. You're just sitting there watching a whole bunch of people try to make it through and to try to actually, you know, get that salary. To make it
0: through
1: the games. Is that what you're saying? They're trying to make it through the games. Yeah, I'm no, trying. To lots make of people team. that I see watching. No, no, no. There goes the joke. All right, <laughs> <laughs> trying to sit through a preseason game was the joke, and then yeah. Wes was like, "No." I can't do
2: it. I I never. I never do. I can't. Even in the background, I'm just like mess.
1: I love sports, as you guys know. I love it. Two quarters. I'm out of a (laughs) precinct. Like two. Okay. Here's the. Here's who we're looking at. Here's who actually has a chance. All right. Oh, they're putting in the backup defense. I'm done.
2: (laughs) I mean, it has the same. It has the same like. I don't know importance to me as say a spring college game does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know the like... big mistake I made with the Ducks? This is a this is a draft pick that I love. And I don't know why I do this. I do this all the time with just a certain position, with defensive ends. And this is probably why I'm, like, questionable. I'm remaining, like, kind of quiet on the Raiders draft pick, Tyree Wilson, out of uh, Texas Tech. Because I fall in love with big, fast, athletic defensive linemen. I do. And Dion Jordan. Do you guys remember that name? out of Oregon he was
0: a rock star for the duck.
1: I thought he was gonna be so good I thought he was gonna be so good I'm so happy Kayvon Thibodeau has worked out so far he was okay last year but yeah Dion Jordan I thought that guy was gonna be great he's six foot seven ripped just like uh, an Adonis Jack. And he was god awful. He was so bad in the NFL. Aww. yeah. But in Oregon, he was amazing. At, at Oregon, yeah. he is—he was, was a freak. But nope, yeah. couldn't do it in the NFL. Could not do it. Now, you know who could do it in the NFL was Michael Orr. Michael Orr looked great in the NFL. He was fantastic. He got a second contract. I believe his earnings were over, like, cleared thirty million of guaranteed money. But Chelsea, <laughs> we have controversy. We have controversy. We have some, some, some stuff that's it. coming out that really looks white savior-y, alright? And I've got reports that Michael Orr, well I actually read an article a long time ago that he hated the movie, but I finally heard why he hated the movie, and it's because he didn't look like that the movie made him look stupid,
0: because he's not a stupid person. Yeah, right? it made him look simple. Like he like, couldn't he even how to play the game. Yeah, but he was like highly recruited before yeah. that. Like, yeah, he was a
1: D1 prospect prior. Yeah, he wasn't an idiot. Yeah. Idiot. You sound like Dwight yeah. from the office right there, idiot. Yeah.
2: So so he he definitely has had concerns with with the blind side, right? He's mm-hmm. for all for all the reasons above. But the thing is, and I think probably the most like the saddest part of all this is that he was never actually adopted by these people. Mm-hmm. So it's in the legal filing. So this is this is true. He only found out in February. Of 2023. Mm-hmm. This year. So, what what is that? Six months ago? He found out yeah. he was never actually adopted by these people that they have been profiting off of his name, image, and likeness yeah. in perpetuity off of the, the royalties from this film.
1: And the book. The, and book.
2: the book as well. Yes. And it is just, you know, I think... When you hear, when you see these kind of stories, you know, there are definitely some very outstanding feel-good stories of people who happen to look like us here on this side of the screen, um, helping and contributing and, you know, doing positive things for people who do not look like them. But the thing is, is that we need to be very, very very critical about the media that we take in and consume yeah. and how it grand, like Did you say media or propaganda, sex? Chelsea,
1: what was it? was it? Media. Did you say media or but, propaganda? I, said I don't know. Media, I... but oh, it is okay.
2: propaganda. Okay. So um, we <laughs> I need think... to be really critical of the way that this, these kinds of stories are portrayed because it is yeah. really just gross. Like, and this has been done for time in memoriam. Like we just have this obsession of just, Oh, Look at how good and generous and amazing we are for going, you know, and taking care of this poor, helpless, stupid child. And look at all the things that we've given to him. When the actual story is, no, this kid, yes, he received a little bit of help and he did all the work. Yeah, He had to, you know, bring up his grades. He had to get into college. He had to make it in the NFL, et cetera, et cetera. And we don't... Center The story isn't centered necessarily on him as much as it is about the family. And that has bothered me since the time that the movie came out. We it love really the cherry was...
0: pick.
1: We love mm-hmm. the cherry. We, we leave out all the bad stories. And we're like, but look at this one. Look at this one time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And I mean, you know, Sandra Bullock got plenty of screen time and plenty of tears and like, just, oh. Like, and an as, Oscar. Like, as Leanne Dewey. <laughs> yeah. Of just like I'll look at all of the the things I've gone through to help this kid, and it all paid off in the end, and it really did. They took all of that money to the bank. They gave him one flat cut of it, and
1: there's a lot coming out on that. I think I, I have it's so much I think to say it's worth
0: that. to go over. So you said earlier he's he was never adopted. I think it's worth to kind of go over what actually happened.
2: Yes so he was he was at just at, shortly after turning 18 told that he was signing adoption papers and if you look at conservatorship papers if you're 18 and you're a kid and you're not versed in law things like conservatorship are like not going to be something that's in your everyday parlance it is very easy to understand that like oh they're going to take care of me through this conservatorship arrangement. Maybe this is what an adoption paper looks like. It is not. It is basically a very intense form of power of attorney where you have the rights to make all financial decisions for a person. It is extreme and it is immediate. It is usually given to people who have like severe and profound disabilities or mental illness and cannot actually make decisions for themselves. None of which Michael Orr was suffering from. Like this was, I don't even know how the conservatorship was even granted in this particular case because it is out of pocket. Like just. It's the same thing that happened with Britney Spears. Britney
0: Spears. Uh, Yeah. yeah.
1: I want to get to the Women's World Cup for five minutes before we sign off really quick. So I need every audience member to look into these things. All right. This is how the family benefited and has continued to benefit. Do you know that Hugh Freeze was great friends with Mr. Tui? No, going back to their high school days. Great friends with him. Weird. Who did Hugh Freeze coach?
0: Uh, he coached Mike Oler.
1: at Ole Miss, right? Yeah. Interesting. All of, whose career took off? Hugh Freeze's, even though he disgraced himself by doing some really stupid things, right? Then they were able to with the with the money, with the profits, they purchased over a hundred fast food restaurants. They vacationed lavishly. Okay, the daughter from the movie is now an influencer. The son is in college football. This they have used Michael Orr to become a very, very prominent family. Now, with uh and Wes I'm coming to you right next, okay? Now, with this, Michael Orr, yes, Chelsea, you said he got a flat cut, which he denied. And right now their lawyer is painting him as an ungrateful person. Because, gosh, look at what they did for this young and troubled man. They were able to give him a, a house with a with a roof on it, because most houses don't have roofs, apparently. And not only was he being greedy because he wanted $15 million from all the profits they've made off of his name, but he refused to accept anything less than what he was expecting, because he's saying he didn't get a dime from all of this. They came back with what well, we're putting it into a trust fund for his son. That's fine, but if it's not a fair cut of the money, that doesn't make it okay. You're still stealing. Just because you're like, well, we think you deserve this much doesn't mean that that's accurate. Go ahead, Chelsea. No, they were, again,
2: taking away his agency by saying that it needs to go into a trust for his son. But they weren't saying that.
1: That's not not what's going on. He's refusing the money that they're offering. So in order to keep their noses clean, say, well, we're we're still putting away the money for him. We're not stealing it. So in order to get around him not accepting the money, they're stating we're putting in a trust for his son. So we're still paying him. He's still making profits. That's why they're doing that.
2: Wait, hold on. So by his son, who do you mean? Because now I'm Michael really Michael or his son. But they aren't paying him. They're no. not, even through the trust fund, they aren't paying him. But anyways, no. this yeah. is <laughs> details.
0: Go ahead, Wes. First. Oh, nothing. I was... Yeah, I think it's already been said. Okay.
1: So yeah, it's it's crazy. Please stay tuned. I, I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot about this as time goes forward. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. you know... It, we were able to give you a really bite-sized version of every detail, I promise. Every detail about this story was in everything we just said. So I, I invite yeah. you, please listen back to Chelsea. Chelsea, that was not a rant. That was incredibly impactful. Every detail of the case was in Chelsea's uh, Chelsea stand like five minutes ago. So go back <laughs> and listen to what she said
0: because it was wait till absolutely Discovery. accurate.
1: Yeah, I'm oh gonna my gosh. is going to be crazy because all of this can be tracked. All of it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's got to be in ink mm-hmm. somewhere. Like all the products mm-hmm. from the movie. What they had him sign, like, when discovery happens, Wes, good call. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, one more thing, and then we're going to go to the Women's World Cup.
2: I was just going to say, like, I feel like the last couple years have been, like, really interesting from a, um investigative journalism and documentary standpoint on in terms mm-hmm. of what is happening with athletes. Like, what, the, what they're really going through. I mean, you have this. You have Monteteo. You have... Oh, the gosh. johnny Manzel documentary you know it's just there's a lot there's so many of these stories that are just coming out and everyone's like wait this is not what i thought it was and we got to yeah. really clear up some preconceived notions about who we think athletes are in in today's society stay
1: up stop denying real reporting and real news <clears throat> like because a lot of people are going to want to deny this and call michael Orr ungrateful stay awake understand what's happening to, in real life so that way we can change some of these things and stop buying narratives that you're being told you have to buy and i'm talking about real narratives not narratives caused by uh a silent minority i'm talking about real life narratives with real facts attached to them okay now we don't have a ton of time i've got four minutes oh to girl, get I- this in <laughs> yeah, i've got four minutes and i had a lot to talk about here but first It was so amazing i want to highlight this if you get the chance to google this go to youtube or on twitter wherever you get your memes your twitter or your twitter your reels from x (laughs) go watch the video of the semi-final game or pardon me not semi the quarterfinal game with australia in it okay where they went to pk's against france because there is a video of an entire airplane of australians and every single screen on the airplane like from the back, is on the Women's World Cup. So don't tell me people don't like women's sports. Don't tell me people are mm-hmm. interested in women's sports. Let me correct myself. Not every single TV was on the Women's World Cup because there is one TV that's watching the Lord of the Rings and it's circled. It was so funny. Yeah, The entire plane except for that one person watching <laughs> the Lord of the Rings in the middle of everything else. And when when the Matilda scored and won the game, the plane erupted. All right. So it was amazing. I know they were just eliminated by England, but what a run. And the first thing they did was the Sam Kerr, the best player in the world, said, We need to fund women's sports. We need more mm-hmm. money. Stop not paying the women. Thank you, Sam Kerr, for that. I agree with it wholeheartedly. Now we've got England versus Spain, an all European final. Funny thing about this is, yes, England won the Euros. I'm so happy for England, but I want to talk about Spain. The Spanish head coach has apparently created a toxic environment in which many of the women do not want to play. So much so that some of their best players, which means some of the best players in the whole world, if you're tracking because they're in the World Cup final, have decided to not go to the Women's World Cup. And this was never more prevalent than when he had subbed out one of his players. And he goes to shake her hand, and she knocked his hand away and walked to her bench. All right? There's a huge issue here, and there's going to be a lot of things that come out. And I'm torn. I don't know if I want them to win so I can get the tea. Right? Do I want them to win so they just start spilling, they go on the interview circuit, we can hear everything that's going on in that locker room? Or do I want them to lose? Because winning means this coach is going to be able to call himself a World Cup champion for the rest of his career. So Chelsea, sixty seconds, if you if you don't mind.
2: I think it's going to come out regardless. Honestly, okay. like lose, you have some bitter feelings. You want to you want to hash it out in the in the public domain. Why not? You win, okay? You take tell uh, tell the truth about what it took to get there. Why mm-hmm. it was w- way more difficult than it seems. But I mean, either way, it set itself up for an interesting. Although, you know, I'm sorry. I like I always love you know just. I love an underdog story and this, this one does not really really have it. It's just the all Euro final. And that's fine. fine. <laughs> the US were the them. real underdogs. ladies. Go like
0: go for it. I said the US were the real underdogs. they were the favorites but okay. <laughs> uh,
1: and speaking of the Women's World Cup, Anonofsky is out. He has stepped down. Good job, Ananofsky. Thank you for actually having some self-awareness and understanding you are not the right person for this job. If only Greg Berhalter had the same wherewithal. That is it. for. Uh, go ahead, Wes. Go ahead, Wes. Go ahead, Wes. Go ahead, Wes. Go ahead, Wes first. My name ben is Chelsea. Chelsea. Well, oh. Wes, Wes, Wes was talking too. Wes, Wes, Wes did this. And then... I was oh,
2: uh, that's that was all you like got? Okay. I
0: was just gonna
2: say, guys, the real games, the real conversation, college football starts in ten days from the day <laughs> that we are filming this, We're kicking off with Notre Dame versus Army over in Dublin. It's gonna be interesting, exciting, I mean, I don't know, I think everyone knows that i'm that I sneeze a little bit on the n f l but I'm really excited <laughs> for college football um yeah, gonna be a great season.
0: The, right. the penultimate season of the Pac 12 or the final. That's true.
2: The final season. Yeah. 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 That's shady. it. Bye bye,
1: Pac 12, and bye bye, audience. Finale. We really appreciate you watching every week. This has been The Sad Fan. Please follow us, subscribe, rate, and review at The Sad Fan Podcast Network on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at The Sad Fan 12, Instagram at The Sad Fan 12. Uh, the Sad Fan Cast is where you can catch many of our videos. Check out the network. Check out all the content we're putting out. We're really looking forward to seeing you this football season. We will have a fantasy league going on. So hopefully West doesn't get bragging rights again for the second year in a row. Let's all hope that does not happen. Have a wonderful day and thank you for listening. (laughs)